Welcome to the Accounting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell the story. G'day, it's Justin Hulk here from RightSource. Welcome back. We're talking everything budgets again. Um, now, I've done a couple of posts previously on incremental budgeting and what incremental budgeting is, in essence, is taking last year's results, using those to create your budget for the, the next year. Um, it's a reasonably quick process. And I suppose what I wanted to take you through is what the advantages and disadvantages of that process are now, obviously in comparison to what. Uh, the other way you can do budgeting is called zero-based zero budgeting, which is basically um, where you take a blank page and start from there. So it's building a budget from a zero base from scratch. Now that is a much more involved process, but also has some advantages. So what I wanted to do today was really focus on incremental budgeting and what that provides in terms of advantages in using that process, but also some of the pitfalls and things you need to look out for when using that process. So let's dive in. So some of the advantages. Well, the reason why incremental budgeting is very popular is it doesn't take much resources to do. So because you're getting last year's and you're basically making minor additions or modifications to that, it's quite quick. You can do it very, very easily and it doesn't take a team of people to do it. In fact, I think the video I did, we were able to do an incremental budget for a business in 10 minutes. So that doesn't take very long. So that's one of the first key advantages. It also doesn't require a very detailed knowledge of how the operations are working. Because you're looking at high-level results, you don't need to know, well, if my business is providing a product, how is it built, what are the steps in building the process, how you sell it, where do you market it. You don't need to know that. You just need to know, well, these are the results in terms of how much the scale of the business costs and gets in terms of revenue. And you can basically use that to do your budgeting. So you don't need to spend a lot of time in the business talking with people and getting to understand the intricacies of the business. Because again, it's also at a high level, there's not a lot of data you're putting together. So you don't have to create a massive spreadsheet with multiple tabs and lots of inputs. It's really quite simple. Um, so that way the data isn't hard to manage. It also doesn't require a software program to do it. It's relatively easy to do in Excel. I'm not always a big fan of saying you should do stuff in Excel because stuff can go horribly wrong in Excel, but incremental budget, because it's simple, is actually well suited to being done in Excel. The last advantages of doing your incremental budget is in terms of iterations. Now what I mean by that is when you do a budget, and you get to the final number, sometimes that number isn't what you want. So you want to go back and revisit it. Uh, incremental budget allows you to do those revisits of the budgets or tweaking to see where you land and, and that it paints a picture of what you want the future to be is correct. It's actually quite quick to be able to do, again, because there's not very much data and it's being done at a relatively high level. So there are your advantages of incremental budgeting. Really, it's about ease of use and simplicity. Disadvantages are going to be the disadvantages of doing things at a high level so and not getting involved in the business. So the first one is because you're not diving down into 
why things are being spent, especially spent and revenue, or how that's happening, you're not really questioning whether last year's was right or whether it should change. So from that point of view, there's a couple of things that flow from that. One, you're not, you're not understanding the why for costs. But that then comes down to, well, you can't challenge it. So it's very hard to have a conversation around, well, we should reduce our expenditure on advertising. Well, that's what we spent last year, so we're spending that this year. How can you have a conversation, a meaningful conversation, about what a reduction in that cost would mean or why, what benefits you're getting for spending it? So that's one of the disadvantages. It's hard to really challenge some of that that expenditure, where you're wanting to have that drive for efficiencies and challenge that cost, it doesn't allow for that. So it doesn't really encourage those who are preparing a budget to look for efficiencies. It's really get last year, copy paste. There's not a whole lot of challenging and thinking about do we need to change stuff. And also with that copy paste mentality to an extent, if your business is making shifts in terms of its size, its scope, changing how it's doing operating that stuff can get overlooked if you're not really being thinking about what is the change in the business going to mean from one year to the next so again it's that detail and that understanding of the business and also those preparing it if you're a larger business and you're doing an incremental approach and you've got a business manager doing a budget for that area and they're just getting last year's and putting it into this year's so the question really for them is, does the budget have any meaning for them? Like, because they want to be telling, well, this is what I'm doing. Does the numbers really reflect that for them? Do they feel engaged in the budget process? So that's, that's, that's probably another issue that you need to look at is how much engagement you get from your staff because you're not diving into the business. It's high level. The last of the disadvantages of using incremental budgeting relates to making sure everyone's using the same assumptions. So what is the budget based on? High level, again, people are putting it together based on their thoughts and, and really not getting into a lot of detail. So it's hard to know, if, especially if you've got multiple people doing multiple parts of it, if they're using the same assumptions. This also then comes out when you start doing some reporting against it. Because those assumptions that are in the budget aren't necessarily super clear, if there are variances between what you've budgeted and what actually happens, to know why there's a difference, because you don't know the detail of the why of the budget, you, it doesn't necessarily give you the why for the actuals. Now that's not bad, because it that does show you there's a variance, which shows you you need to look at it. It just doesn't give you a lot of information to start with. That's the advantages and disadvantages of incremental budgeting. Now, the obvious question which one would I use? Well, it depends. Uh, I actually use both incremental budgeting and zero-based budgeting based on the circumstances and quite often within the same budget process. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.